Ambient lighting before we go. Oh, yeah. Ambient lighting. Ambient lighting. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast, like three nerds having ambient lighting. All right, gents, it's sexy time. <laughs> Brown. 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 Welcome to Nerd vs. World, episode 22. We think. Maybe. We're, we're pretty kind sure. <laughs> we're pretty sure. Uh, it's Day of the Nerd. Day of the Nerd. For so many <coughs> different references. Indeed. Which we will no doubt get on to very, very soon. Oh, I'm sure we will. It's the big talking point for this week, I guess. It feels like we, we were kind of we, we've kind of come back to where we started in in, in my living room again. <laughs> we're, it has. we're not in, we're not in the studio it this has. week. We've been, we've been moving around a lot recently because we were in the nice studio the other week. Then yeah. we were all crammed together in the other studio for With doing Megan the Megan Hayes interview. So, yeah. and now we're we're in my vastly spacious living room, which is completely different to my last one, which was tiny. You've done it in your kitchen as well. We uh, have done it, in and your we kitchen. recorded a podcast there too. Yeah. Yes. Podcasting everywhere. Yeah. Flagrantly podcasting around everyone. I still think the best place you podcast is that little wine bar in Bath. That was really cool. Yeah, the upstairs of the wine bar. Yeah, Yeah, that was a great one. I did. I I also liked the uh, the the bar in Brighton. Oh, Professor Elemental. No, no, no. The Robert Rankin. Rankin. Professor Elemental has not yet been on the show, but we'll get onto that later. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, I've so got to avoid spoilers this weekend because I don't think I'm actually going to manage to watch the Doctor Who episode before I go to the 50th celebration. So stay off my Twitter feed then. Well, I'm going to have to stay off the internet and not talk to basically anybody at this Doctor Who celebration because... I would say I, I, I very much doubt there'll be anybody else who's going to go to this that won't have seen the episode. No, that's true. They've all seen it. So I'm just I, I'm just going to have to walk around with a big kind of dunce cap on. I have not yet watched the episode. Please don't talk about it in my vicinity. Did you see the the night of the? Uh, I saw Night of the Doctor and man was that fucking that epic. Was all wicked. I it came it. out of absolutely nowhere and was just stunning. Is that the first secret Moffat's kept? I think it is, yeah. And I think, because uh, uh, after the effect, uh, they've been talking about it online and saying that some people were starting to post images from it and talking about it that had to be kind of in the know and were leaking. Yeah. So that's why they kind of rushed to release it without much kind of fanfare or anything. Yeah. But it was oh, stunning. If, if anybody hasn't watched it yet, and, and shame on you if you haven't. Are you really? Seriously? You've not seen it yet? Yeah. Hey, what the fuck? Dude, it's like a seven-minute-long video that's available online. It's on the iPlayer, man. You can watch it legitimately Dude, and I everything. I don't need Mac stuff, do I? Why do I want iPlayer? iPlayer isn't Mac, dude. iPlayer is the BBC. It's BBC iPlayer. Uh, that one. Yeah, I know it's confusing because the little eye. Yeah. I, I, I'm half tempted to stop this podcast right now, make him watch it, and then get his response. <laughs> right, we're going to do that. <laughs> we're we're going to do it. We'll be back in a moment. And we're back. <laughs> and congratulations, you just time travelled seven and a half minutes into our future. <laughs> so, now that we've all seen it. <laughs> fucking amateur hour, isn't it? 
thought gentleman. It's awesome. And I, I just wish we'd have a season of him as a doctor, because he was amazing. There's so many people now petitioning for that online. Spin going, off, spin off, go, spin yeah, off. No, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're all going, you know, go and go back, do a series of Eighth Doctor Adventures, yeah. live action. Uh, yeah, that would be stunning. Because he fucking nailed it. He, he In seven minutes, he nailed, nailed it the utterly. It's like you can, I could tell when watching Matt Smith when he first came in, and was like, who's this Matt Smith fake fella? How's he going to be as the Doctor? Like, half through the episode, I think even earlier than that, when they got the Fish Fingers and Custard. The Fish Fingers and Custard, I was just yeah. like, yeah, he's nailed the Doctor. He's got this down. Yeah. Seven minutes for Paul McGann and that, and I want to go watch the film again. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd be ten- yeah. I- I- even though the Master is god awful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. <coughs> but it's just everything about it is so good. It, it Yeah. Absolutely stunning, and for them to keep that secret is phenomenal. This is what uh, this gives even mm. more credence to my theory. This whole Peter Capaldi thing's a smokescreen. You knew I was going to say this, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Come on, hmm. doesn't it? If they can pull off something like that, and fr- from the rumours I've heard, that's not the foot the only regeneration we've yet moved to see. Okay. So there's the potential for seeing. Uh, Hurt to Eccleston. Yeah. Regeneration. That would be what I'd, I'd like to see that at some yeah. point, maybe at Christmas, because he's well, actually no, he's in the next season. John Hurt's in the season. He's in the yeah, he's in the whole next season, but as a Hurt flashback. Hurt to Eccleston. As a flashback. Yeah, Hurt yes. to Eccleston. So uh, unless there's another missing Doctor. Unless the, yeah, unless there's another one, yeah. Because Matt, this now makes Matt Smith Doctor Twelve. Mm. Rather than the eleventh doctor. But again, I say it depends whether this is counting as a regeneration or not, or or what. Because yes, he's died. It's triggered the regeneration, but in, in a lot of the stuff now, they're calling him the War Doctor. Rather yeah, and than it wasn't actually a, it wasn't actually a regeneration. It well, it was because he died, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they brought him back to life for a little while to choose what he wanted to regenerate into, rather than doing it himself, yeah. and just having a random regeneration. But it also, I mean, there's so many things that they accomplish in that seven and a half minutes. A, they make all of the big Finnish audio canon by him referencing all of his previous companions. Yes. Uh, B, it answers the whole can time lords change sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's so many things that are just in there that are just glossed over. It, it, so seven and a half minutes, the amount of stuff they've packed into that seven and a half minutes is insane. Yeah, it is brilliant. But I, I, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> bring on Saturday. Yeah. I've been watching as much of the other stuff as I can. I mean, I watched the uh, the science of Doctor Who. Yeah, with the big yeah. continuity error. With the yeah, the, the huge the time travel continuity, continuity error with the blackboard. Yeah, because I had been sat watching it and gone. Uh, I missed a bit. Yeah, because there was stuff written on the blackboard yeah. a minute ago, and now it's gone back to that again. Yes, and now he's got he's writing it in. So yeah. oh, there was a, there was a few moments like that anyway. Yeah. Although I did appreciate the fact that they gave Rufus Hound another go at not sounding like a complete twat. Yeah. <laughs> so well done, Rufus. You didn't didn't fuck up this time. <laughs> <laughs> After his uh, live performance when they announced Peter Capaldi. Yeah, he almost gave it away, didn't he? Yeah. Um, it wasn't that, and then he just he got all sorts of stuff rather than knocking three times instead of four and stuff. And he just yeah he he, he prides himself he on being a excited. Doctor Who geek. Yeah. And he has tattoos of you know Doctor Who and everything. And yeah, he 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 messed. Yeah, messed. To be honest, I think if I was on TV and low experience had that 
I'd probably mess up a few things as well. Let's put that to the test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My pants being the first one, I think. My TV. <laughs> I couldn't do it. So yeah, I I I love the science of Doctor Who one. I thought that was a great yeah, documentary, a uh, great a uh, great um, not documentary uh, lecture. Yeah. Um, send Megan to sleep within five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be something to do with his voice, but because we were sat down watching it and the kind of opening couple of minutes of the the skits, which were great, the skits yeah, yeah. in that were brilliant. They're well written. Shh, Brian. <laughs> no. <laughs> but then. Literally two minutes into the, the lecture, she was passed out on my shoulder. So, right, let's get her up to bed then. But no, I, I enjoyed that. And then today I watched the uh, there was a show on last night, which was The Ultimate Guide to Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, it's, good. It, it, it's, yeah, it's, just a, it's a huge documentary. It covers quite a lot, um, but it does miss out a lot of stuff. Um, because they, they talk a lot about companions, but they only really focus on the female companions. Then they do a bit about the boys, mm. but pretty much all the boys they reference are just the new ones. Right. So there's there's no reference to like you know the original Chesterton or uh, people like Adric being the first companion to die and stuff like that. There was no no mention of those. Uh, so, but to be fair, they had two hours to cover it, and they do a reasonable job. Yeah. And then there's been the Doctor Who Monsters Countdown, mm. which was on last weekend. There were uh, basically they did a countdown of the top ten monsters, and then showed an episode of each one. And again, they were all episodes of New Who. Right. Yeah, I, I I kind of got bored with that. Well, I didn't. I, I, I I've got. I, admit, I didn't watch like any that. of the actual Doctor Who episodes. I no. watched the like five minute in, in, intro in, section. Yeah. yeah. Where they talked about the monsters and showed them kind of where they came from and stuff, and then they went into an episode which I just turned off. Apart from I had to watch the, the opening two or three minutes of A Good Man Goes to War because that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so the, 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 there's just been stuff yeah. everywhere for Doctor Who in this last couple of weeks. It's been amazing. It's been brilliant. And then we've got the Adventures in Time and Space Thursday night, Thursday night, 9 p.m. Yeah, so when this goes out, we'll have seen that. Yeah. And then. The big night, and then Saturday. yeah, Saturday night. I was going to go to the view to watch it in three D, but I kind of like decided I'd rather watch it kind of on my own. And, I think yeah, rather than the cinema, I just enjoy it on my own. Okay, and and save that cinema ticket for Hunger Games. Oh, I'll see Hunger Games on Friday. Yeah, I'll see Hunger Games straight away. Yeah, I mean, if I wasn't yeah. already busy on Saturday, I would have probably gone to the Cine World to see because yeah. yeah, got my unlimited card, so I would have probably gone down there. I, I will try. Depends what time I get back on Saturday night. If I, if I can squeeze in watching it on Saturday night, I will. Because what, it's an hour and a half, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, it's like 90 minutes, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a feature. I don't know whether I'm going to be able to, because we're going to have to set off from here at like <laughs> 7 in the morning to get down to this uh, Doctor Who 50th on the Sunday. Ah, you'll squeeze it in. Yeah. You know you will, you're a fan. You'll find some way of squeezing it in. Not sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way. <laughs> we'll just get like yeah, get your tablet and just mount it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Crash and yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> you can get uh, tablet you, you can get tablet mounts for your car now. Yes, for, yes, for ten, yeah, ten inch. Yeah. I don't think I'll be getting one. I'm the bad enough driver as it is. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd just recommend staying offline then. 
Yeah, well, uh, thankfully, because I'll be at the 50th thing, I won't be online anyway. Mm. So I will, there will be a limited amount of time from kind of Saturday evening to Sunday morning that I might venture online, so I just will have to <coughs> not. I wouldn't go near my Facebook page or my Twitter feed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or anything to do with Brendan. <laughs> just, just I'll, I'll just side. stay away from Facebook yeah. and Twitter. Yeah. No, and, should be right. and, and Brendan himself and, <laughs> and, and the phone calls and text messages <laughs> yeah, I won't text you yeah, no, no ringing me up and going oh my god that's the yeah, best thing yeah, Brendan yeah. shut up I'm DJing <laughs> <laughs> I will hurt you that would be tight I'd never do that no we might just text you though okay. this is fucking awesome <laughs> no no no, no. I, 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 I hate spoilers so I wouldn't spoil it no it wasn't else. a spoiler you just, just say how awesome it is without any spoilers whatsoever that's kind of a spoiler it's, it means that he's then going into watching the episode with a I, I then know uh, predisposed, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I then go into it knowing that he enjoyed it. Therefore, I will probably enjoy it, and if I don't, then it'll all be his fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> texting. <laughs> so no, I won't be texting anybody. Um, I might tweet along with it a little bit. Tweet a, tweet along Doctor Who. <laughs> now there's a new concept for. Uh, so I'll be new. Tweet it along with like. The uh, live announcement of Peter Capaldi's re- reveal as the Doctor. Yeah, that's a little bit different, but oh, I, I, I tweeted tweet be... along with the season finale. I tweeted along with like Christmas episodes and season premieres. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a hashtag for well, there is. I've got the same today. Yeah, you know. So I'll probably be on Twitter whilst watching it. Hmm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Indeed. But it um, will be fun. I am just massively looking forward to getting my pictures taken in the TARDIS. That's going to be. I'm awesome. just like. So insanely jealous. That's uh, that that uh, that and the photos with Matt Smith are going to be amazing. Yeah, dude. I just want to get because I want to get like pictures of the kids with Matt Smith and then me and Emma with Matt Smith and then I just want a kind of action shot in the TARDIS console, just as I was pointing with sonic screwdrivers and stuff, and it'll just be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you got to find the fucking swimming pool. No, I, I don't get the swimming pool. I just want to be in the console. Yeah, <laughs> in the drawing. That's where it's at, man. Uh, is Jenna Louise Coleman going? Did I ask her already? Yes, she is now, yes. Uh, she wasn't originally, but she is now, yes. Uh, now I'm even more jealous. They released a load of um, interviews, and uh, sorry, not interviews, uh, sig- uh, signatures and photo ops with her the other week. If you can get some intros. I, I will do my best, yeah. dude, but I, I think they're all pretty much... Like technically, because it's all ticketed to go and do uh, signings and stuff, yeah. and the only things we've got is it is the Matt Smith one and the um, uh, the Tardis console, so we we haven't bought any other. No, if you get Matt Smith, get Matt Smith, yeah. Well, I, I will try, yeah. but I say we're we're already getting two photos, but I, I will I will certainly try. Yeah. I'll, I'll try and kind of go. Well, we do a podcast. We go on the podcast at some point, and it'll go what? That's your time. Damn you! Security. <laughs> I will try. Ha- hand the card and all the links and stuff. All of them. Just pile the internet in his hands. Yes. <laughs> Not a USB card. Read this. Let's hand it to him. By accepting this, you have signed <laughs> Yeah. Like so court yes. order things. So we're all very excited. <laughs> very, 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 very excited. Yes. This is is Doctor Who Nerdvana this week. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like damp trousers. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not damp trousers. 
Are you even a slight little sex freak? Really? Anyways, aside from like frothing over Doctor Who, how have we been this last couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, all good. Oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, off up to Lancaster last weekend, the first of fortieths because they're not going to stop now. Now no. they've started, yeah. it's going to be fortieths. So fortieth yeah, last month. weekend, fortieth this weekend. Uh, last weekend's was a Star Wars themed fortieth, which was awesome. Uh, I went along yeah. as uh, Qui Gon Jinn, Dark Lord of the Sith, just to prove a point. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, Megan, we managed to get a kind of last-minute Luke Skywalker costume sorted for her. But uh, the the person who stole the entire party was Lex with his Jabba the Hutt costume, <laughs> which was basically an inflatable costume. So you oh, put awesome. it on and it has like a fan, and then it draws the air in awesome. and puffs up the entire costume. So he's waddling around all night. And th- there are videos of uh, Jabba the Hutt doing um, Princess Leia. Well, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Thankfully, Jim Bob, who's fortieth, it was he didn't go for the Leia brass bikini. He went for Leia in the white dress okay. with buns. I think there would have been a lot of kind of mental floss going yeah. on. <laughs> mental floss and bleach. <laughs> Brain bleach, mental floss. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, he was dancing to. Um, oh, what the fuck's that? The what the fox say? Oh God. Yes. And uh, other silly songs such like the one Thirty Dance. The oh, Gangnam, um, Gangnam Style. Oh, so yes, Jabba doing Gangnam Style. There are videos. It's quite funny. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, doing that and yes, generally being quite drunk. Finding cool. out I'm allergic to cats. Oh. Yeah, cats. I don't care. How, how do you find out you're allergic to? Cats at just a get Star a cat. Wars. No, at a Star Wars. Because we were staying thing. at Rami's, he has two cats. Right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like, it's like Occam's razor. Sometimes the, the singlest, simplest answer is the, the right one. He was around a cat who was allergic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not a yeah. big mystery. Although they are both insane cats, because there's Gandalf, who has one tooth left, guards the bath. Craps in the bath, uh, and just shouts at you constantly. And then there's Munchkin, who's a sadist and only attacks you <laughs> while you're asleep. <laughs> Lunatic yeah. cats. Oh man. Yeah, it'll be the one that attacks you while you're asleep that you're allergic to. Then. Yeah. Well. I sit yeah. on your face because I know you're allergic. Slap <laughs> myself you. against you. <laughs> <laughs> Take this, who man? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting in the bath going, You shall not pass. <laughs> but I will pass a bit turd in you. <laughs> and, and verily he did. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Just stood in the kitchen hearing the scratching noises. He's trying to cover it up with bits of the bath. That's not going to work, Gandalf. It's enamel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. Silly kitty. Yeah. Well, I've just been going to the movies a lot. Yeah, did you see Thor 2 in the end? Did I see Thor 2? Yes, yes, I did indeed. Yes, really enjoyed that. One of the funniest films I've seen in a long while. Indeed. Absolutely. I did find it the girly flick of that. I did, sorry. Out of all of the films that they've released, that that the Marvel releases have been done so far it was the girly flick of them really yeah 
It was the girl you That's in, what I found in, of it. In thought, he, thought it was a chick flick. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How? It just... All the lovey-dovey shit. It just... I know it has to be in there. It was all part of the plot. But no, it was it was the girly flick version. I don't think Kat Dennings was any particularly more annoying than she was in the first one. And uh, Natalie Portman That's was true. still getting on with her job. I don't know that it was like a chick flick, dude. That's pretty extreme. <laughs> I think it's extreme. I don't know. Yeah, That's just what I found. You know, I found going a lot of the elements. Dude from yeah. the IT crowd and stuff. So yeah, a lot of the elements in oh, it. Was fucking they, <laughs> dude, was there was a lot. Yeah, it wasn't. It. But it did feel like a kind of British rom com. I see where he's coming yeah, from. It, it did. Sorry, it just it had a lot of chick flick elements to it. The film was fucking awesome. But it was. I can see where he's coming it. from. Yeah, like, actually, sorry, there is. Because it was all, it was all from. like, oh, oh, I love you, Thor, and I haven't seen you for ages, and where have you been, Thor? Yeah, and oh my God, I'm mortal. I'm gonna fucking die. I'm <laughs> still Thor from I'm last poor. time. And... Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, then they bug it off, and yeah, the whole kind of final reveal was in the post post credit sequence. Oh, and, and they uh, get together um, and they snog um, and his Mummy died, and oh, Loki died, but no, he didn't. But oh. Yeah. But where's Daddy? Daddy's bound in the cellar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Fetch the gimp. Uh, exactly. It, oh, it's no, the it's, Odin gimp. It was a good ending. Oh, it was brilliant. It was, yes. yeah. The entire yeah. film was fantastic. Yeah. It was, and, and the humour in it was second to yeah, none. Yeah. It, it easily the funniest out of yeah. them all. Which is saying quite a lot because I love the Iron Man films because they're dryly funny. Yes. Uh, and that's all just down to kind of stark sense of humour. But this, the, the dialogue was genuinely funny for the majority of the film. Yes. And I loved it. No, that was brilliant. There was quite a few moments where you can almost see Anthony Hopkins just about to fucking piss himself <laughs> laughing at some of the lines he gave. And it was those little cracks in the corner of his mouth just about to go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's come up against a lot of criticism, uh, especially for the ending. Uh, the kind of end battle uh, everybody uh, well the, the criticism I've read says that it was all just very confusing as to what was going on what? which well, again, it wasn't, indeed I didn't have any it wasn't that confusing it at all. well it wasn't confusing in the slightest they were having a fight the worlds were getting together so and they were going through different worlds, worlds. Yeah. yes indeed with so the remote control I you didn't find everything. it that confusing at all obviously critics are just dumb yes <laughs> Hello, critics. <laughs> yes, how fucking stupid are you? It explains it leading up to the whole battle during the whole film. Every it did, but that, that, that's the only criticism Jeez. I've seen of it was that that was all just kind of very confusing, fast action and didn't really make much sense. Mm. <clears throat> I don't get that. I thought it no, was I I mean, I, perfectly. Yeah, and I, I love the fact that London's being used uh, in the same way New York was in the Avengers. Yeah. Mm. I, I loved that and they didn't go down the usual angle of when an American film is shooting in the UK of you know buses and black cabs and oh, the, the set no. pieces of the theme oh, there was a black cab on there no. well there was but then you saw all the policemen in their normal uniforms and stuff they, yeah, they yeah. weren't dressed as bobbies yes so I, I, I thought it dealt very well with showing that it was being filmed in London mm. it looked like it was filmed in London and that I thought that was really yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I, I am hoping beyond hope 
that this week's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because they're saying it's a crossover, this yeah. week's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a crossover with Thor, I'm hoping it's them travelling to London to catch the dog thing. <laughs> that would be That would be easy. quite, that would be brilliant, yeah. Because actually it's on tonight. Yeah, on tonight in the States, so yeah. And it's on tonight as you listen to this episode on the Friday, because it should be that episode. Yeah, it will be on Friday night, Um, so yeah, when when you're listening to this, it will be on, what's it, 9pm Channel 4? Yeah. 8pm Channel 4? 8. And I'm really, really hoping that it's them going to England to catch the the remaining beastie. That would be quite funny. I think it's more to do with um, Fallout from the Ether, I think. Possibly. I just think it would be funny as hell if they did that. That would be a genius monster of the week. How are you getting on with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Um, it's growing on me a lot more now, actually. Now that Fitz and Simmons are actually developing a character. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Um, Sky's still annoying. Um, yes. I, th- there was the one episode where uh, uh, was it Simmons went off on a mission with Ward. That was the last episode. No, that was... Um... Fitz went off on the mission with Ward. Fitz, sorry. Fitz yeah. went off on the mission with Ward. Simmons. And then Sky got uh, Simmons to go and yes. do... And I just, I was just like, oh, for fuck's sakes. Yeah, that was the last episode. It was painful. Yeah. There are things like that that are utterly painful about it that I'm kind of sat there going, oh, God, that dear really God, make it that. stop. Yeah. And... When Sky's constantly going around going, eh, I want to see the unredacted file. It's like, I don't give a shit about the unredacted file. I don't give a shit about you. No. I wish whoever the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent was that dropped you off came back and took you away. That would be marvellous. I still maintain it would be much better without Ward and Sky. I don't know. I think Ward has his place. So I think, But I think without Sky, Ward would have more of a dynamic with May. Yes. Yeah. Which would be interesting. Um, I think he would work as a junior agent because he doesn't seem like the man in charge. No. Because the man in charge well, is Coulson. Yeah. But he is because he's the supervising officer for Sky. Yeah. So he's in the position of authority as the seasoned agent. Yeah. But the thing with the show is there's no clear lead character. No. Is it, is it Ward? Is it Sky? Is it Coulson? It's Coulson. But is it? Mm. If yes. it's not, it should be. Yeah. Uh, and this, show, this show needs a Mark and Reynolds. It needs a Captain yeah. Mark and Reynolds. Yeah. And it's there in Coulson if they just get rid of the, the like one of the extraneous characters. Yeah. I'll settle for one of them. Just get rid of one of them because it's not interesting. Uh, I don't see the point in building Sky up to be an agent because she's just fucking irritating. I, I care about Coulson and I care about oh. him trying to track down what's happened to him. Yeah, because yeah. there was the whole reveal of him yeah. not being allowed his file and mm. attempting to get over what we've said before is a conditioned response of whatever anybody mentions about to yes. Eddie. It's, yes. a it's a magical place. <laughs> so he stuttered it. Didn't yeah, he, was like, he stopped himself and was like, place. "Yeah, yeah." He didn't almost didn't almost believe it himself. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's breaking down. But yeah, he hasn't got, he hasn't got the clearance level to access his own death and retrieval file. Yes, death and yes. retrieval, which is. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's interest there, and yeah, as as long as they keep focusing on those, which are the interesting plot lines, I will be happy. Yeah. But I, I still think there's too many extraneous characters. Yeah. Possibly. And I hope they don't make the wrong call and cut Fitz or Simmons, because yeah. I think they're great characters. They need to keep those in and get rid of 
guy eventually. I love the dynamic between the two of them. It's, 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 cal- it's calmed down a bit. Yeah. yeah, the dynamic between them was a bit too fast-paced and it was. But now stuff, they're actually slowing down, and you can see them actually caring about each other, yeah. and you know, her making sandwiches for him. Yeah, that was quite funny, yeah. That was great. That was yeah. really nice. I really appreciated that. But there's still nothing. There's still nothing revealed in. Yeah, it, actually, between Simmons and Sky, there was like no common interest between those two characters. No, no. When they were paired off, it's like, well, have something in common. Something, that that, that whole away. scene where she was talking to the other guy and ended up shooting yeah. was just painful. Yeah. Utterly, utterly painful. Yeah. I was just and like, it just wouldn't. It, please, it, it dear God, work, end. Yeah, that was horrible. It was a very badly put together throwaway I I, scene. I could have because coped it, with that scene. What do we do with them? I could have coped with that scene if it was just. Simmons on her own doing that without the voice in her ear and talking to the other one. Yeah. Her just, you know, floundering and doing that on her own. I could have coped with that yeah. as, you know, she wants to find out what's going on with Fitz. Yeah. I that would have been it, fine. Yes. But it just seemed unnecessary to have, well, I think I keep using the word unnecessary with Sky quite a lot. And I think that's about sums it up. I won't rant too much. The about Sky it, is unnecessary. Sky is unnecessary. Sorry, whoever you are. I don't even know what her name is. The actress, but you are superfluous. You are the leakiest wink. Goodbye. I don't know. I read somewhere that season one of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will, the finale, will coincide with Winter Soldier. Okay. And the plotline of Winter Soldier looks like there'll be some sort of rogue S.H.I.E.L.D. element. Okay. So that could be why there's so much subterfuge and subtlety in Agents mm. of S.H.I.E.L.D. and maybe it's building towards that too which would be kind of interesting but I think it, it really needs to stand on its own two feet as a show mm. and not just be <clears throat> a filter for the films because it does exist in its own right and yeah. that was the point was that it would exist in its own right and not just be a way of drumming up interest for the films yeah. you know I mean I, I like some of the references they do I mean there were other wonderful references this week that I, I I don't even remember what they were, but they were, I, I chuckled at them when they occurred. But I just, I, I'd like to see it go off and do its own thing. Yeah. But I think the problem is, well, not the problem, I think the good thing is now that I think what I was expecting from Agent of Sh- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. originally is going to be happening now with a lot of these Netflix original Absolutely. series. Because like we talked about that on episode... 20 because mm. it was only rumoured then yeah. and then literally we finished recording episode 21 and they announced it I yeah. was like shit mm. yeah. why wasn't this announced like two hours earlier because that? I think that Alias for me the that's going to be what I thought Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was going to be right. which I think is going to be an, uh, I'm really looking forward to that series I love the graphic novels because the shows they've announced are Daredevil yeah, alias. It's uh, I, can't, I can't remember the character's name now. There's uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, that's yeah. her. Yeah, because um, she it, she was previously a kind of low level superhero, and then she ends up running a detective agency, and she's kind of has drug and alcohol problems, and it's a very kind of adult themed yeah. storyline, and it's excellent. Really dark graphic novels, because um, Cody lent me them. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, they're, yeah, they're brilliant. I'm really looking forward to that being made a show. But they're supposed to all be revolving around Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, there's four, there's five shows, four um, different character shows. So Daredevil, 
Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage. Mm. And those will follow four separate plot lines, which will all intermingle and lead to a Defenders miniseries. Yeah, that'd be yeah. quite cool. Also in Hell's yeah. Kitchen. So that <laughs> should be freaking awesome. Yeah, because that, that'll effectively be a kind of mini microcosm within the Marvel yeah. Universe, yeah. which I think will work really well. Yeah. But that's kind of what I was expecting from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., was them to be just kind of a bunch of investigators going out. I wasn't expecting it to be quite as grandiose as it is now. Yeah. I was expecting them to just be kind of low-level agents going out and doing things, but the way it's happening with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is they seem to be very much high-profile, and mm. you know, they're the team that can. Um, yeah, which is odd, because... They make so many mistakes. You don't yeah. think of them as the mm-hmm. the smoothly polished, well well oiled shield machine. Well, no, they make a huge deal out of the fact that they're not. Mm. Indeed, uh, they, they go, oh well, you know, we, we've we've not been on a mission together to start with, and that was their first one, and then all of a sudden, in the last episode, they're like, oh well, it's Coulson's men, and they can do what everyone else can't, and blah blah blah, and it yeah. just it seems a bit weird. Yeah, it was I, a bit I, too soon for that. I don't think, think they yeah. kind of pitched what they're doing at the right level yet. No. No. I don't think they quite know entirely I think what they want. I think they're just being pulled in far too many directions because mm. they're trying to Appease do stuff that links up yeah. with all the Marvel Universe. And because all those films are coming out and have their own backstories and their own setups and etc., it's being pulled in the oh god we're going to do something to tie in with Thor this week oh god we're going to do something to tie in with Captain America this week uh, Avengers uh, Avengers two is coming out we have to do something with that Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out we have to do something with that it, they're just being pulled left right and centre and it's not giving them a chance to kind of be themselves because I would like to see them being like a superhero version of the X-Files. Yeah. That's what yeah. I want. Yeah, that would be better. I don't Instead want... Instead of a uh, semi-superhero version of fucking Relic Hunter. It, uh, yeah, indeed. Yeah, So it does, feel, it, does, it does feel like that. It, yeah, it does. Uh, but it seems to be... Uh, if, if Relic Hunter was a big film, it's them going around mopping up after that. <laughs> and that's, yeah... Mm. I, I don't know. I, I I still like it. I still enjoy it. I just think it has its problems. I don't think it's found its feet at all yet. No. No. Agreed. But I'm very, very happy that there's a ton of other Marvel stuff coming out and that they're going to try and focus it so tightly on Hell's Kitchen as as, as an area. Because I think that would be great. Yeah. Do you, do you think you might get a Punisher TV series like this at some point? I'd love to see a Punisher TV That'd be series. That would cool. I would love to see that. That would do it real justice. Yeah. Instead of um, lots and lots of reboots of the film. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Well, I mean, so it would we, give it time to actually build build the the, the in the last fifteen top. years, we well twenty years, we've seen three, three different punishers. Yeah. So you know, it's it, it's the one franchise that never takes off in films, but maybe the place where it is TV. TV, yeah. yeah. I, agree I, with think, that. I think the Netflix format work, would work well for it. 13 episodes. Darker, yeah. grittier. Condensed, yeah. condensed storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Because Marvel have a fuck ton of characters that haven't been licensed to other studios. Oh, God, yeah. Loads of characters they can actually use. Yeah, it'd be good to see some more um, sort of strong female leads as well. Uh, well, yeah, hence the Jessica Jones. I know you said Jessica Jones, but. It would be good to see that being utilised. They're still bandying around the, the Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman idea. Yeah. Well, 
That isn't necessarily what I was thinking, but yeah. y- yes, uh, I, I know that's uh, yeah, but they're go- an option. The, the latest rumour that I've heard for that is that she's going to be introduced in the Batman vs Superman film. Yes, indeed, yeah. Which makes sense, she should be there. Um, but using that as an origin story for Wonder Woman is kind of not the point of that film. No, no. The other annoying rumour is that they want the Flash to appear in it, which is fine, but they want the guy playing the Flash in the CW Network's yeah. spin-off show to be the guy who plays him in the film. Yeah, because they're now saying that the Flash is getting its own full spin-off from Arrow. Yeah. Well, that's, so, that's, that, that was announced a while back. And that's the, the pilot's been ordered and that's been confirmed and the, the Flash has been cast. And Arrow's been building up to that over, like, the last seven weeks, mm. there's been there's been Star Lab stories in every single episode yeah. of of, uh, of Arrow season two, but yeah, just having him play the the Flash in the film, cross universes that way, just seems a bit too soon. And he would and he wouldn't be the character that I would choose mm. to be the crossover between film and TV for the DC universe. No, God, no, no, no. I don't know. I I think that. Possibly a good way to do it for DC would be to build it all up on the small screen and then do a big Justice League with everyone they've built up on the small screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that works for me. Yeah, yeah, works for me as well. Um, because they've already started building up the universe there with Arrow and everything, yeah. and with the Flash and now. Done that well, yeah. So then Commissioner Gordon's getting a spin-off as well. They might as well build that up and then just do a big film version of all of them Those together and, yeah. and link up all the continuities. That would be a good way of doing it. Because... For, for uh, we've, we've, always, we've always said that, though. We've always thought that's the way forward. Well, no, no. We, 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 well, we've said a lot of different stuff. Is that Yes, that, that could happen, but we were always talking about the Justice League just appearing in the TV world. But as a kind of spin-off to do a big screen yeah. extravaganza version of all the TV shows mm. is is a cool idea that I hadn't thought of. I think that would work. Should we take a break for some music? <laughs> I think, that's I think we should, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Come to the this week? You found the band? Yeah, sure. Well, I, I've not found the band. It's uh, th- th- this week we're, we're going to do a. It's a bit of a mashup. With a couple of people who will be appearing on the show fairly soon. It's uh, Professor Elemental, who, you sh- if you've listened to the show before, you should know who Professor Elemental is. If you don't, shame on you. Go and listen to him immediately. And uh, Helen Arney, who is a uh, ukulele-playing nerd physicist, stand-up comedian, and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, and, yeah, she's, she's going to be uh, touring next year and will be on the show starting next year as well. So... Yes, please enjoy Professor Elemental and Helenani doing animals. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> See you on the other side. <laughs> Save.
doggy style. That's my love, exactly like other animals, but mostly dogs. Open up that Wikipedia page. Let's make love like anglerfish. Yeah, it's kind of complicated, but it's worth it. You use your highly developed olfactory sense to swim towards me for several days, and then you bite me. For me to use when it's convenient. I've been waiting to find someone so animalistic, misunderstood just because I like badgers and whippets and seagulls and snails who incidentally fire love darts. Well, I brought some chocolates. If you like them, I'll dance like a squid or croon like a humpback whale. Let's make passionate love, a beast with two tails or a porcupine. I'll spray with wee, and if you don't scream, we'll get to it. Actually, skip that one. Let's not do it. Let's get it on like pygmy chimpanzees. You know, constantly, not rest until we've done some things that even seem odd to me. I am the man to put the ooh in zoology. You can be my queen. I'm the drone in our colony. But let's leave the metaphor there, because as everybody knows, when a gentleman bee is done, his genitals explode. Oh no, I've said too much. Now I'm alone, confused, waiting like a self-cloning lizard. Too much pseudo copulation. I've done my naughty course. I know I will get you in the mood to love like an animal. Yes. I'll get out my David Attenborough DVD. Yeah. So we're sitting on the sofa with a cup of tea. Oh, God, yes. This is not getting us anywhere. I've never seen a praying mantis in HD. God, do you see what she did afterwards? She ripped his head off and, and ate it. <laughs> Dear God. Do you want to? No. 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 I guess we'll end up being the same animals we've always been. Pandas. Hello and welcome back to part two of the show. We still don't know what episode number it is, but... It's episode 22, I'm fairly sure. <laughs> I'm sure you said 21 earlier. Oh, man. At the start of the no, show. No, you said 22. No, you said 22. It's 22. You did say 22. Um, so I'm going to get comfy in this lovely chair. This chair's like... It's awesome. Like, kind of... Rocks and bounces at the same time. Cool chair. <laughs> Rocks so, and bounces. Yeah, Marvellous. That's cool. It's not like the ones in the, in the studio. Just they just turn around. Brandon. Yeah, if I start snoring. On my black chair. This chair is so comfy. <laughs> but that, that cushion is not comfy. Nah, you're feeling like here. Oh, there we go. That's better. Uh, <laughs> there we go. That's better. Um, yeah, so where were we? You were just readjusting your bunion cushions. Yeah. Um, it's a funny place to have a bunion. Uh, Where were we? Uh, we were listening, listening to, to uh, Professor Elemental and, yeah. and Helen Hardy and marvelling at their comedic overtones. Indeed. And looking forward to uh, both of them being on the show next year. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like we've got Professor Elemental, hopefully for our one-year anniversary show. Boom, get in. Indeed. And then Helen is touring in March... And I believe she's coming into the studio to record with us Sweet. in March because she's playing Oxford on the 9th of March. Cool, cool. So she's going to come in, record the podcast, then go and do the show. Awesome. Hey. That'll be a Sunday. That's a Sunday, yeah. Yeah, they're doing that. So, yes, should all be very, very good fun. 
Which indeed. Cool. So, what else has stuck out in the news recently? Uh, Sony fucking up PlayStation. When are we going to get to that part? Yeah. All, all the hard work they did in sort of effectively burying Xbox One and all the pre-launch stuff. Kind they of dropped un- the ball. Kind of undone by the fact that they're estimating 4% of first wave units will have this red line Blinking red light. I thought it was a blue light. Now there's two. There's the flashing blue oh, right, light, okay. which is not a which is a fixable issue, and then there's the the red line of death, which is it overheats and it calls, sets, just shuts it down completely. So yeah, the red line and the flashing blue light. And then to mix in with something else that we were talking about, uh, so we were talking about in the break, I mean, uh, with blockbusters shutting down, all the people who pre-ordered and bought consoles through there won't even get them. No. Will they get a refund? Um, well, apparently, anybody who uh, pre-ordered and paid the entire amount, yeah. blockbuster are trying to source the consoles for them. But anybody who just paid a deposit, lost the deposit. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Because oh, this is because Blockbuster have gone into administration again. again yeah. Yes, yeah. and yeah, so a lot of the stores, the, the store I used to run, has finally I think it's just shut its doors this week. So yeah, it's it will be missed from the high street. Yeah, I certainly will. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things that Blockbuster like video rental has been such a huge part of my life before I started working in them. Because mm. when I was a kid, I used to go to the cinema all the time. I used to go rent videos out all the time, sit at yeah. home and watch them. Yeah. I loved it because it was Ritz at the time and then Ritz got taken yeah. over by Blockbusters uh, and then they didn't ever bother upgrading the computers and stuff like that. Mm. But uh, um, yeah, video rental has been such a huge part of my life because I'm a film geek and yeah. I've always been a film geek. And the way that's happened is because I've not been able to buy all the films myself. I've just rented them. Uh, and that's been... I Every week, I used to go down to... like There was a local spa in Lancaster that... Yeah, weird. I walked in there this weekend. Uh, walked through those doors and bought beer. It was like, oh my God, I've not been in here in like 15 years. And the shop is still here and it's still the same. Uh, apart from they don't do video rentals anymore. But that used to be... I'd buy a film I wanted to watch... And then the most rubbish-looking sci-fi I could find on the shelf because they did a buy mm. one get one free. Right. <laughs> so I'd pick up like the most chunkiest-looking sci-fi off the thing, yeah. and I saw some fucking horrendous films. I used to do that. There's, have you heard yeah. of one called Hybrid? Yes. Essentially, Hybrid is fucking half, awful. Half alien, half softcore porn movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and honestly, it, it, it's it's exactly a bunch well, of people. It's it's. it's it's the it's the kind of double X version of species. Mm. <laughs> it's not quite triple X, but, but it's rather the... than having a nice attractive alien, there's a huge gribbly alien. Yeah, and so they they kind of get caught in this scientific research facility because of an ion storm. And then they're running around oh, inside. So pesky and then, ion storm. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then. 
they're like going around, and go, oh god, we've been outside for so long, and then they go around and try and investigate the place, and then there's two girls, and they go, oh my god, it's a shower, we've not had showers in forever, wow, 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 and then the seventies music kicks in, and there's a shower scene, and they're rubbing yeah. each other, and then there's the alien running around and chasing them, and then kind of hapless hero and and large chested female end up going, oh, I'm so scared, and wow, 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 and then this goes on for like two hours of intercutting sci-fi horror with softcore pornography. <laughs> and, yes. And I watched it right through to the very end. Emmanuel in space. Yeah. Yeah. And then it got right to the very fucking end of the credits. And at the end of the credits, to, to their absolute... Uh, I, I will never, ever say anything wrong about them for doing this. Right at the end of the film, it said, Coming soon, Hybrid 2, The Patter of Little Feet. And that and it ended. <laughs> it's like wow. that's that's utter genius. Mm. Wow. But yeah, I, I've seen some really, really bad sci-fi's. There's a load of people out there now making a quick note, hybrid. And they can add that to this. It's show. available yeah. on Love Film. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's Fuck. on Love Film. <laughs> it was on Netflix. It was on point. Netflix it for was, a while. Yeah. I think it's gone off Netflix now and it's gone to Love Film. Yeah. I remember going Oh God, no! Why did it's we buy that? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think uh, no, because it was definitely on Love Film ages ago. Because I start, uh, I was doing rental by post with Love Film for a while, uh, and that was on the instant watch thing online. I was like, no, I don't know. No, I really, uh, I know it's there. That's wonderful, but I will never ever watch that film again <laughs> in my life. Oh man, it's nuts. I did. I mean, uh, having seen it, I did check up on Wikipedia or whatever or IMDb about it, and it is all porn stars. Trying oh, right. to do a Acting legitimate film. Legitimate uh, film. Well, I say that like porn's not legitimate. Porn is legitimate. Porn sort of like. Uh, well, yeah, trying try to do a, a proper acted film. Like well, yeah. Porn, porn is the, the and... industry leader in home entertainment. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. They're the ones who decide on the formats. Yeah, they, yeah, they were the yeah, ones who speak... won the VHS Betamax mm. Wars. Yeah. yeah. But, but speak, speaking of uh, <clears throat> along that, that ilk, I found out that they're on some. Uh, thing about Star Wars um, that some guy had been writing about um, how rubbish that the this was after the Megan Hayes uh, interview about her not wanting to uh, mm. watch, the watch the prequels, prequels. Um, and I was, I was reading up about it and they were saying um, Star Wars Triple X has better ratings and viewings than the, all three of the original prequels. I was like, I what? There's a Triple X Star Wars parody? I what? Did, dude, of course there is. There's, there's, <laughs> no, no, there's no. Porn pa- but having, a, having run a video shop, there is sure, a porn yeah, parody for, for of fucking yes. everything. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a full on feature like. Buffy the Campfire Layer. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> But I was like, oh my god, and it's got better reviews than the prequels. That's actually quite funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I imagine so. I, 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 More people have watched it. Talking anyway. <laughs> about versions of the, the, the prequels, there's still a version that I really want to watch, which is the Phantom Edit, which someone has done. Every, a lot of people at the time were crediting Kevin Smith with having done it, but it's a re edit of The Phantom Menace removing most of Jar Jar Binks's scenes, basically any time Anakin is annoying, <laughs> and a bunch of other stuff, and it's cut it down to like an hour and 20 minute film. Brilliant. And apparently... Brilliant. Still that long? <laughs> yeah. And apparently yeah, it's, still too long. it's vaguely watchable as well, and it's kind of a vaguely professional edit. Yeah. So mm. I, I still have to watch that. 
Which is, yeah, the funky <laughs> medit. Uh, anyway, sorry, where were we going with this? Oh, <laughs> no, no, we got sidetracked by porn. Sorry. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, my bad. <laughs> That normally never happens. Mm. <laughs> we, were, <laughs> we were talking about PlayStation being broken oh, yeah, and then got were, on to Blockbusters and, and video rental and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Porn breaks your PlayStation. <laughs> These days he probably will now that fucking Cameron's on his anti porn oh, yeah. rant. True. Yeah. Uh, I was reading the article and. Uh, Basically, a lot of the companies are saying, you know what, we can't block it because it's not available as content through no. our services. And Cameron's just like, no, you will block it. It's like, no, we can't. <laughs> People use it with a kind of peer-to-peer thing. Darknet, mm. nothing to do with it. doesn't come anywhere near our fucking services. This is what yeah. happens. When you uh, put but people- no, you must do it. All right, all right, Mr. Cameron. Yes, we'll do it. Okay. We will make it happen. This is what happens when someone calling the shots has... No fucking idea fucking about it. No yeah. fucking clue! Absolutely. Yeah. But that happens in so um, many industries. Yes, it does. Yes. And, and, and politics yeah. as well. But. Yeah. And, and it's not the reason why we're recording in our living room this evening. No. No. Absolutely isn't <clears throat> the reason. Um, so what else? What else has been in the news? Oh, here's one. AMC are picking up Preacher. Yes, fuck yes. What what was uh, Seth Rogen? What's Seth he Ro- to do with it? Yeah, there was just Seth Rogen put out some tweets saying that something he'd been attached to and working on for seven years is getting picked up, and then he tweeted, um, "Arseface, John Wayne, and the Saint of Killers can't wait." And then yeah, and then it's kind of been announced that HBO had optioned the rights, but then gave it up. They'd even gone so far as to mock up. A uh, prosthetic makeup test for Arseface. Okay. <laughs> but then they kind of dropped the rights. And AMC had picked it up. Because AMC are going to have a gaping hole in their schedule now that Breaking Bad is gone. Indeed, yeah. Um, I, I, to be honest, I'd rather see AMC with it than HBO. Because I think HBO, it just runs the risk of being another tits and ass series. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But Whereas I mean, AMC are doing cutting edge comics properly. Yeah, I kind of okay. want them to go for the hard R. Oh, no, fuck yeah! It's gonna be up there. It's gonna be twinned with Walking Dead and stuff. Yeah, that that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, most definitely. I say, I'm very, I, I'm intrigued to see. Any inkling of release on that? Or? Uh, no, no, fuck no. It's, no, it's still in talks. Okay. Um, just announced yeah I'm intrigued to see what Seth Rogen's impact on it is going to be because much as I like it he he seems a bit too he's a bit too stoner comedy for something like that well yes and no I mean to be fair Cassidy some of his Mm. some of his lines will go down the Seth Rogen route I'm just Hoping that they don't shut out Garth Ennis, like they've shut out some of the guys who worked on Walking Dead. Possible. I mean, Robert Kirkman's always been involved. Yeah, but writers change every season on that show. So yeah, they've, they've changed the showrunners and stuff on Walking Dead, but to be honest, I've never had a problem with them doing it because they've only changed them whenever they got dull. True. And my only other concern is Preacher, the, the, the era in which it was written and which it was set. 
was a very specific sort of feel. Yeah. Is there going to be an element of cultural disconnect between the sort of Generation X grunge of the 90s and now? And I think there will be. Yes, absolutely. There will be. And that's, that's my concern, because that is kind of integral to some of the early issues of Preacher. Even so far as the fact that Arseface is Arseface because of Kurt Cobain. Mm. Because he tried to off himself and botched it mm. in the way that his hero did. You know, so those sort of cultural references and the sort of but the, even with God fucking off the day after creation, the, the sort of the apathy <coughs> and the general malaise and lack of direction of the characters mm. in terms of looking for answers that shared the Generation X. Well, I don't know. Thing. I I think there's. There's hope for it if you look at stuff like Zack Snyder's Watchmen that took something that was utterly anti-Thatcher and brought it up to date. Yeah. To an extent, I wasn't overly impressed with Watchmen film. <coughs> really? Yeah. I didn't like it as much as I liked the book. Okay. Well, no, I didn't mm. like it as much as I liked the book, but mm. that's because the ending was completely different. Very, yeah. And they missed out all the kind of lead up to it with the pirate. Yeah. Yeah. The the black ship and everything. Yeah. Uh, the black freighter. So, they, yes, there were problems with it. Uh, I mean, it, a lot of those got redressed with the uh, the ultimate edit. Okay. Where they included all of the black freighter stuff again. But still, <laughs> in including that and still having the ending that they went for... It makes the whole Black Freighter stuff utterly useless anyway. Because the whole point of that was it was written by the guy who was on the island while he was doing all of the designs of the giant squid. Mm. Which never occurred. So yeah, and I also felt the film was just too long. It was a bit long, it so is. yeah. In which case, you would hate the, the longer version. Three yeah. and a half hours is the uh, the, the ultimate. <laughs> I can remember, I can remember watching it at the cinema, being so, so <coughs> up for seeing it at the cinema, and it just dragged on too long for me. But oh well, we'll see. Even Linkin Park didn't pick it up for you. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, so yeah, so uh, that's 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 preacher. So that's that's where we're at a preacher. Yeah, I've been thinking about who who would you cast in the roles? Who would you cast as Reverend Custer for a start? Um, I'd probably want to go for someone like Chris Eccleston. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I was thinking, uh, guy who played Guy Sparta. Yeah, he'd work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he'd yeah. Be great. Yeah. Um. I'm so gutted that Brittany Murphy died. Yes. Because she'd be a great tulip. Yeah. Uh, but Sarah Michelle Gellar could also do tulip, I reckon. Mm. And. Well, I, I forget. Maybe getting a bit old now. Possibly. I forget the actress's name, but you know the demon Meg from the first season of Supernatural, the lass mm. with the short bl- blonde bob. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. She'd be a good tulip. Um, Cassidy. I'm trying to think who I cast as Cassidy. That's the one yeah, stumbling over because yeah. he's got a particular look. Yeah, I'm not sure about that at all. I reckon Seth Green, possibly. Maybe. The only, the only issue is that he's got to be genuinely Irish, I think. 
Mm. But yeah, it got, it got me thinking today when I was reading over the news of that. I was thinking, who would I cast? Who would be, who would be that? And casting preacher was the hard part. But I, yeah, I go with the guy who played Guys Valentine. What's his name? Is it Tommy Monaghan? The uh, I know he's Scottish rather than Irish, but he's uh, he did the Irish one in Robin and Prince of Thieves. He's Sons of Anarchy. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. The guy with the scars. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, I know the guy. I think, I think it's Tommy Monaghan. I think is his name. I can't remember. I can't remember, but yeah, I know. Is exactly he not? He not be a bit old as well. He was in uh, Plunkett McLean. Too. Yes, he was yeah, in Plunkett yeah. McLean. He's, he's in anything kind of British yeah, that requires something he's, he's but Bit left field. What do you about Ed Byrne? Ed Byrne? Interesting. Put, put a comedian in the role. Interesting. Yeah. That could work. Because he's got the wiry frame for yeah, it. Yeah, It'd be very work. shouty, though. I think Ed Byrne would be very shouty. In no, 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 I, no, I, no, I think, that, I think no. you could do it justice. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, good call, sir. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just tweet Ed Byrne later on and say, dude. <laughs> I, I think you really ought to look at this, yeah. If they, if they start casting Cassidy for a Preacher, you yeah. should nail it. Um, oh, yeah, that'll give it to Adam Tudyk. Yeah. But, yeah. And then there's so many other roles. Like... Cheating on your hand, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> ham and cheese. Sir. Ham and cheese. Sir. Yeah, ham and cheese. <laughs> so that was the big thing that I saw this week. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's fairly epic. Indeed. Speaking of epic, this is like this is like also you wrote this and planned it, isn't it? Um, <laughs> really? I saw, the masters I, of the segway. I saw Gravity. Okay. And it is amazing. It is just brilliant. It's not a rom-com. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can safely say that. And you can watch it, maybe. And you you might be able to find a bit of chick flick element. But there's none that I could see. There's a chick in, in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, that was valid. Um, it's a great film. Uh, it only has one issue for me in terms of something that happens that kind of disrupts the narrative a little bit. But it's so minor, I had to get away with it. Mm. Did you see it in three D? Yes. And it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. It's so really it was me. I, it. I I watched. Um, I needed it in three D just so the glasses, like, hit my eyes. They were like welling up constantly during a couple of scenes because it's a really fucking emotional you film. Big girl. I left right. So I, it is a chick flick then. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I. I'd been working. I'd been working all day. I'd done like an eleven-hour shift. I drove back up because I was going to go to um, Sophie's birthday. birthday. Yes. Yeah. And I got yeah. back and I was feeling. I was feeling so rough, and I just wanted to just like chill out after the day. And so I thought I'll go and watch Gravity because like no one's going to see a three D film at like half ten. So I went to watch it. And I, no, it was it was empty. So it was nice. So I got to sit there, chill the fuck <coughs> out, and watch this film. And I left the film, and I needed to see people. It's one of those films like you just some films you enjoy, some films you endure, some films like you know you've been hit by something. Mm. And Gravity's one of those films that just really hits you. So I went and like I just rocked up at Sophie's house at half past twelve in the morning and joined the party for like half an hour and then I had to bail before I felt like because I was feeling like crap. Mm. But I just had to after being experiencing Sandra Bullock's utter isolation in space. 
and like it really hitting home mm. I had to just go and like not be alone for like half an hour to an hour just like be with people but it was an incredible film such an experience okay because uh, yeah I mean, I, I, but I, there's there's two films like the, the, the one film is the very obvious science fiction disaster and space movie but there's there's a second rebirth storyline there as well which is almost literal at certain points the film in terms of like how the space pods and stuff are like the womb and mm. life giving it's really really fantastically well done and when it comes to award season Sandra Bullock yeah she's great I'm sure there's probably going to be other actresses up there for best actress but in terms of direction and definitely in terms of all the technical awards this film like, has to be up there to win him because Alfonso Cuarón was saying that when they were making this film, and it's taken them four years to make it, when they started, the tech oh. needed to do what he wanted to do didn't exist, didn't. so he had to create it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, think the, cool. I think the only thing... Well, that's, that, that's been the kind of hallmark of some of the greatest films yeah. of the last yeah. 20 years. The Matrix. Like, right? I, I have no idea how to do this. Let's yeah. fucking make it. Yeah. 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 But like, I think the only thing that's actually real on screen anytime is just... Yeah. just their faces. So I think even the spacesuits I heard were CGI'd mm. after the event. And George Clooney was saying the hardest part of the film, because they didn't do Vomit Comet, they did like these like 12 point multi harness rigs, yeah. and they'd just been tossed around constantly. He said the hardest thing to do was not react when you saw the camera just hurtling straight towards your face. Mm. Um, and it's oh, it's just so well done, and it is beautiful. It's in terms of how it looks, it's stunning. It's real on the edge of your seat stuff as well. Mm -hmm. wow, that was a that was a genuine geek out moment. <laughs> well spent. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I I do want to see it, so I will I will try and get to see it. Hopefully in three D, because it's one of those films that. So the, the 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 technological aspect of it, I want to see in the same mm. way that Avatar, I wanted to see yeah. in three D. I want to see this in three D because it's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, the other thing I've seen recently was almost human. Of course, I've been waiting. I, I can't remember what it was I watched the other night, and it had the the trailer for it, and it was like uh, it's on two days time, and I was like, oh fuck yes, of course, I completely yeah. forgot because we've been talking about this show since like fucking was, what March? Yeah, because Abrams, Abrams had two shows coming, yeah. almost human and believe. Yeah, and now believe still hasn't aired, and this is no. the first one, and it's yeah. airing in like November. Yeah, which is really unusual. it's really weird <laughs> because not November December time is kind of wrap up for summer shows. Yeah. So it's really yeah, odd. I, I think it's um, it's good to do that because there's, it they, there needs to be something out there at this period of time. But the, the, I mean, there is tons of stuff. There's tons of stuff that comes back at this time of year, that's from the summer season. Um, but mind you, I suppose we're kind of getting less of that because a lot of the summer shows are swapping to the kind of twelve episode hour long format rather yes, than yeah. twenty four forty two minutes. I think I think. TV schedules in terms of the full schedule, it's it's having to adapt to the fact that on demand is making them reevaluate how they present their TV shows. Mm. So I kind of like that. That's cool. I, I do because it's actually looking at what people are wanting yeah. and are watching mm. and are catering for all that market how they should have done to start with. Well, no. well, well okay, they've developed yeah. 
they've developed that. Yeah, I think it's, it, it, it's a tough thing because it's hard. It, it's a completely different thing to run a show week by week and keep an audience riveted to doing a show that everybody can watch in a day and get a load of stuff out of. Because, I mean, there are certain shows like that that, that I save up, like American Horror Story has been on for weeks and I've just been downloading and I will watch it all in one day because it's 12 mm. episodes and yeah. I, will, I know I will get more out of it by watching the whole thing in one go. Yeah. I know I'll come out the other end of it hating the universe because it's one of the most bleak shows I've ever seen, but I know that I will enjoy it more watching it in a massive block rather than week to week. Mm. Yeah, I've so been doing that. It, it, I guess it's just down to how you want to consume your shows now because yeah. you, you, you can consume them as an entire block of a season or you can watch them week to week. It depends whether it's an, an yeah, event or, or one a day or, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, indeed. So I don't know. I think there's a a lot to be said for the future of kind of episodic TV and how it works. In in the current environment, it's a bit different. But this show is. Uh... Oh really? Well, it's kind of weird. I had some issues with it. The first episode, it's the the first thing that's really weird is that the second episode tonally was hugely different to the first okay so i watched the pilot and there is the obvious sort of there's a little bit of a robocop element to it and the fact that carl urban's detective has been in coma for a while mm. 17 months and in an attack that killed his partner he lost his leg and so he's now part synthetic so he's dealing with with his Almost Blade Runnerish physical loss and distrust of synthetics yeah. as well, um, and in in the pilot it's kind of cool because you can see his motivations and the whole thing is quite dark, um, and some of the the landscapes and the scenery, especially in the night shots, are very sort of Blade Runnerish, mm. but during the day shots it becomes Minority Report, so it's very very dark so and kind dirty of at night during the day that and during like the day a, it's very a, sort of a web series that i watched ages ago and it's focuses around this guy and it starts with him reliving the memories of what led to him being put into a coma through the aid of a recollectionist who's a, a an unlicensed backstreet doctor who helps him remember these things and they uncover this plot for this this, this group called the Insyndicate to target cops because all the cops are now fitted with this bio sort of programming in their DNA that protects them from biological attacks and stuff and filters out toxins etc and this group have found a way to deactivate it on a mass scale mm. but the test how they test it is really bleak and I watched it and I thought fuck this, this show's not putting any punches that's great like, they have this guy here they've taken prisoner and this massive elaborate trap with this really horrible payoff and you think Cool, this, this show's just like gonna go for it. Season episode two, and it's all jokey. Okay. Everything's jokey. Carl Urban's character gets fitted with uh, an MX who is their android uh, partner, who he promptly kills within like five minutes of being partnered with him. Hates him so much, he's driving his car, opens the door, pushes him out. Then he has to go and get another one, and they fit him with an old, soon to be retired off to work in space model who happens to be a model that was discontinued because of 
anger management and sort of emotional issues. Do you think that might just be the difference between doing the pilot and picking up for a full season? Possibly. Because I've seen a lot of shows where... Well, Firefly did. Yeah, mm. where they've gone from the pilot and lost major characters from when they've actually picked it up as a show. Yeah, that's more than likely. But like I, in second, it, it sounds like it's a victim of the process rather than the creative process. Yeah. But in the second episode, he is over his distrust of synthetics like that mm. to the point that they're joking, um, and like the synthetic sets him up with a dating profile. Mm. He jokes about how he scanned his testicles and he saw that he was full and backed up. You know, it's just, and just like Carl, Carl Urban saying, don't scan my testicles, dude. You know, it's like that, that sort of mm. level. Whereas in the first episode, it was genuinely tense in parts. Yeah. I think oh, that, it, that's and, probably the result of a focus group at some point. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone, don't talk about that. <laughs> and and for, for, for a show based around the... the the rise of androids. I mean, the premise is that crime has risen 400%, so in order to cope with it, androids were created uh, to partner police officers, but then androids have been there, they've, they've propagated the rest of culture too. So it's taken two episodes for a sex bot-focused episode to appear. Okay. And the second, the second episode is all about sex bots. And what I found really annoying about that wasn't the episode, but the fact that the only working link I could find for it, in fact, all the links that I found for it, the guy who'd uploaded them, uploaded it with audio description. Oh, oh God. No. Yeah. I had to power, I really had to power through it to watch that show. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Some of the writing is good, some of the characters are good, but... Okay, so, it's, so it, it's no blacklist, but on the other hand, it's not Defiance. Oh, it's not Defiance. No, no. In terms of... <laughs> in terms of in terms of uh, world setting and trying to make an impact, it, it's it's good. I just think it needs to settle on a tone. I'm happy with either. The only thing, the only other thing that really bugs me about the show is that all the big shootout action set pieces, and there's one per episode, are set to this like electronic rave music uh, soundtrack. And it's just like God. that would annoy me. Yeah, and, and like EBM for tour. It kind of just makes it feel. <laughs> It kind of makes it feel amateurish. Yeah, it kind of yeah. gives it a sort of a B-movie um, feel. Like, yes. like shootouts with guns literally be accompanied by laser synths. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, <laughs> I still watch it. For some reason, it still kind of works. But I'd rather they just let the action play itself out without giving it, like, uh, MTV in it. Well, it's fine. Yeah, to put you off, all they need to do is do a, a kind of electro cover of "Come As You Are," yeah. and that's it. Oh, You're done. Never another show. But it's certainly it's 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 watchable. It is kind of entertaining. Yeah, just a couple of things bugged me about it initially. Fair play. Well, I I shall probably get around to watching it at some point this week because I I've been really looking forward to this. So we shall see. Yeah. Hopefully not on an audio descriptor. Uh... Seriously, I searched maybe six or seven different links. Oh, Every single link started. I'm sure TV it. torrents will come through for me. That's true. Won't yeah. have it. I, I just stream it in torrent. Is that about it for the show? I I, I think that's I probably so. a good place to leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I think we covered everything. <laughs> oh, one last thing before we do go and it's back on the Star Wars thing I saw a recent piece yesterday um, following up on Michael Arndt leaving writing and J.J. Abrams saying that 
if you're expecting anything from the extended universe or the comics, don't. This is not a part of my new trilogy. So all the existing canon is just gonna completely be ignored. Be gone. Fucked up. Okay. By the look of it. Interesting. Yeah. So I rage quit the internet yesterday after that. <laughs> <laughs> then, but there's the other interesting thing about that that they've been doing uh, open castings. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Which unfortunately oh, I'm too old for. Same. Yeah, I was, I was tempted. <laughs> no, you're too old for it as well, dude. Even if I shaved. Mm, too old you are to begin the training. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the other thing that's stuck in my craw this week. Was I hadn't seen that, so I um, okay. That that's giving me pause for thought. Yeah. Mm. Ho hum. We shall see. We'll see. <coughs> but yeah, that's it for this show then. Indeed. Okay, cool. Thank you all for listening. I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. And I've been 80. Until next time, take care and be excellent to each other.